Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. Yo, what's up, everybody? I'm K Cartoon. I'm Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a podcast where we discuss trending topics, current news, with our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. Like always, you could check us out at audioapesmusic.com. That is the roadmap that you need for everything us, our music, our podcast, our videos, everything. Audioapesmusic.com. Killing the internet, one social media site at, at a time. At a time, that's right. Um, what can we say? We're back. Um, we took a month off. Originally planned to take a week off, but uh, it turned into a month with a lot of different things going on. I had bec- I had fallen ill real bad. I had a uh, tonsillitis, if if you can believe it. It was fucking awful. Um, yeah, so we're back, feeling a lot better. My and, man's died and came back. <laughs> and in the time frame that we were gone, so much has happened. The, the Facebook murder, um, uh, I, I mean, that's just the one that stands out to me right now, but I yeah. know there's been so much other stuff that has happened. We did find out that you could fix the world one Pepsi at a time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> that uh, Kendall Jenner uh, a Pepsi ad. What else? I know, I know there was I know there's more. There oh, was just the, a lot. The whole uh, <laughs> U.S. Airlines. The oh yeah, the <laughs> the United Airlines thing, uh, Ann Coulter, um, the, oh, the Berkeley yeah. thing, all kind of stuff. Shit, so, is that even new with Berkeley? <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what's crazy is that I keep hearing that Berkeley used to be like the cradle for free speech, and like now it seems to be the opposite. Yeah, yeah, I have heard that, and it's sad because now it's not. Now it's known for the opposite. Because yeah. literally, if you're a conservative speaker, no matter how controversial or not, as if, if if you're not of a liberal mind, you're not welcome there. Yeah. Um, you know what's crazy is in, in the time away, though, I have uh, upped my reading. And uh, I, I read this one book by Mark Manson. I recommend people to check it out. The Subtle Art of not giving a fuck. I know it has a, a cynical title, but it's a really like well-meaning book. A lot of good stuff. I recommend it if, if you're a reader. Um, the Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. It's like, I feel like that book matches pretty close to like our philosophy on life. That's dope. Um, real interesting stuff, a lot of good stuff in it. And then I started, I'm not finished, I'm about halfway through with it. Uh, black privilege uh, opportunity comes to those who create it uh, by oh, Charlemagne yeah. the God. Real, real decent, real decent. So, yeah, that that two that great part, ass books. Yeah, that part has been uh, pretty decent. But um, yeah, what's been up with you? Um, I died and came back as well. Okay, it wasn't tonsillitis. It was just I decided to die I and see. I came back. No, um, what my car messed up. So I couldn't drive to you, so I had to buy this new whip. Oh, <laughs> yeah, damn! So, great ass segue, yes, <laughs> so, right? <laughs> the greatest segue of all. Nah, but yeah, so it was time for for a new for a new whip. 
So anyone thinking about buying an Impala, they're nice whips. They're nice cars. I recommend. I'm happy. City. Yeah. I haven't been doing a... Well, yeah, actually, I just started because one of my guys from work, he's always uh, asking me what I'm reading. So he kind of gave me this book. I mean, it's... It's uh, it's gotten a lot of good reviews. It's been out for a while. The seventeen seventy six. It's on the Civil War. Oh. So it's kind of made me want to like look at like timepieces. Like maybe if it, you know how HBO has uh, John Adams and stuff like yeah. that. Um, you know, cause cause those are a little bit more like if that's your taste. Yeah. So now that I'm reading a little bit about it, it it's kind of cool. Like you're just kind of like seeing the different politicians, and how like not different it is from now. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's like they had different names and stuff, and like you know, it was like Lord Lord North and this and that. But it was like it's kind of cool because it kind of like it, it's like a document, different documents and different things that different politicians said at the time. Um, talks about like George Washington and you know all, all the people during that time, like the generals. It was yeah, it's pretty interesting. So interesting. I'm gonna see if they have anything like anything on film, just because like things like that. It's nice to see on film, just so you can kind of. Yeah, kind of uh, envision it. Yeah, the, the vision of what it is. Yeah, but but yeah, like politics f- between like then and now. I feel like the role of the politician and like what they do and like them pushing their agenda hasn't changed much. But I do feel like us as citizens has changed a lot. Like society, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. back then it was like. You know, it's like legislation, you know, about like fucking farming and like people getting food and shit like that. Now it's just like, obviously it's not all nonsense, but a lot of like what goes into politics nowadays is nonsense. Like the whole, you know, identity politics and and the the lack of uh, self-awareness and then also like the, the arrogance because... Like in today's day and age, it's like you have plenty of politicians that, you know, a lot of shit happens and it's like clearly wrong and it doesn't make sense and it doesn't work and it's never worked in the history of its existence. Yeah. But yet they still like push it like it, it will work. So. Yeah. And it's bad. I, f- I feel that's that's the bad thing about society. Like uh, right now, I feel like. It's just this narcissism that we that everything's supposed to be perfect, you know, for everybody. And I don't know, it kind of it kind of upsets you because you're like, man, like, have people ever heard of struggle of right. any type? And uh, that's what what kind of made me feel a little awkward about the the Pepsi commercial. You know, the whole outrage with that. Mm-hmm. You know, it was goofy. It was it was. Um, it's what it's what brands do, you know. They make something, and, and the message was a good one, but it's like people found something wrong with yeah. that. Well, I I remember when we talked about this, I was telling you, the thing that I found wrong with the the ad was the thing that everybody liked, and then the thing that that I was okay with was the thing that everybody disliked. And you know, in case of you know, for any of the listeners that don't know what Pepsi ad we're referring to, there was this Pepsi ad that had came out. Briefly, I think it was out for maybe a few hours before Twitter went into a fucking uproar. But um, essentially what took place was Kendall Jenner is in the ad. She's like at a photo shoot 
And right outside of where her photo shoot is taking place, there's a protest going on. And it just so happens to be that this protest is like the most diverse, multicultural <laughs> protest in the history of protests. I'm, I'm talking about white, black, Asian, gay, lesbian, skinny, fat, men, women, straight, gay, all of that. Like just everything, like just the, the most diverse protest ever. Like some shit that uh, you'll probably like never see in real life. Um, <laughs> and, you know, she sees that and for some reason is inspired to join, even though, you know, she doesn't relate to any of the issues. And, you know, we all know that she lives in Beverly Hills where where the sun shines and she doesn't have to worry about any of the things that those protesters are protesting about. But whatever. Believable. You know, believable yeah. ad so far, <laughs> and so and, and so she, you know she she stops you know her her photo shoot and then joins the protesters. She thought it was hip, and, it was you know, cool. And in the midst of the protest, you know, there's there's a police formation blocking off a particular street, and she has a Pepsi. Walks up to one of the officers and gives him the Pepsi, and the officer cracks open the Pepsi, and there's like dead silence. And then the officer drinks it, and uh, he's pleased. Uh, at least you know he seems to be pleased. He's definitely not triggered. And then, and That's then, definitely not and what they, happened. Then they all cheer. All the protesters cheer, and all is right with the world. Uh, so of course, obviously, like there was an uproar on Twitter. And the thing that people were upset about was not like the totally unrealistic protest. Not that they were fine with that. What they were upset about was. The fact that, you know... They didn't get a Pepsi. Yeah, (laughs) that the cop was given a Pepsi. Like, you know, somebody actually, you know, took consideration uh, of the fact that the cop is working hard out there in the sun and they thought it'd be, like, something cool to offer him something to drink and that was where the problem lied. And it was just, like, I guess they would have rather seen N.W.A. (laughs) 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 Give the dude a Pepsi and beat him down. Yeah, so that's uh, th- that's pretty much what the what the gist of the ad was, and then you know you don't know you know what were I saying love? that it was tone deaf and all kind of other shit. <laughs> you know what I love about it is now I don't know if you've seen in protests people just yeah keep <laughs> like taking videos of like them offering Pepsi's for for peace. It's become like a whole little internet trope now. Yeah, if th- if there's anything good that happened from that commercial is that right? So thank you, Pepsi. Uh, did you see that? Uh, actually, it's it just uh, happened that which it was funny because I predicted it on this uh, podcast. Uh, the DOJ, after looking at the the two Baton Rouge cops that killed Alton Sterling, <laughs> yeah. they they finally are coming out and saying that they won't be charged, even though like I knew from day one that they wouldn't. Yeah, but uh, like it's, they, been a while. it's actually yeah, it's actually out now that they that they. Uh, DOJ looked at it or whatever, and they're not going to be charged. Which, uh, which I mean, like I called it. I knew I knew it wouldn't happen because they actually like abided by the law beyond abiding by the law. Like, like they gave them multiple chances. Like you could clearly see that in the video, and like based off you know what they're saying in the situation, that they didn't initially want to take the man's life. No. So I mean. 
like what are you going to do and you know i i really hope that this doesn't spark any any fucking riots or or protests or whatever because that's that's the part that 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 really like irks me when that happens like i'm all about free speech i'm all about you know your your right to protest and all of that but let it at least be based on something like logical and 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 factual and not so much off of emotion sure is it tragic that the situation happened absolutely you know do we wish that it would have went down differently absolutely but at the end of the day we can't change the past and like why protest when the police are actually doing their job by the book you know what i'm saying it's like it because all that does is that it, it invalidates future protests because it's like okay well these guys did everything by the book and people protested so if ever a time comes where somebody doesn't do anything you know or, or like you know doesn't do it by the book and people protest it's invalidated because your previous protests was invalid you know what i'm saying and so and that becomes kind of the trend it's like it's like you know you got the parent that's always like yelling and screaming so it kind of you kind of lose fear of it and then you got the one that's usually pretty cool and then when he yells and screams it's it's uh you're scared it's an issue yeah you know what i'm saying yeah i feel i feel that um there, there's a lot of well we've talked about this i mean from i mean how many police shootings have there been like now it's like the the it thing where someone gets shot and then all of a sudden it's a it's a protest i feel that if people look at it for what it is then um they'll just move on uh the the problem here is that people don't look at it for what it is they look at it for what they want it to be um which then makes me makes me think like uh cuz remember there was also during that time it was an officer that hit the he didn't hit the girl he he uh the girl was in class. I guess she was uh, disturbing and in the like class. And yanked her out of the desk. Yeah, and he yanked her out of the desk, which we pretty much determined was the best option that he would have uh, in, that, in that situation. In, in that situation. Uh, and I wonder what whatever happened with his situation, because I remember he was fired. Yeah. And there was lawyers lined up for it, and I don't think they've ever even said anything. Yeah, they, they haven't talked about it. Yeah. But then, too, you know, certain places, like, they like to keep certain things under the rug. So it might have been one of those things where it's like the lawyers lined up and maybe got him his job back. And they just, you know, they don't want that to make headlines because people, it's going to be a big deal. Oh, how do you get his job back? This and that. So, you know, or maybe, you know, you know, for all we know, he could still not have, you know, his Employment. job. Um, so, yeah, that's that's a that that's always a a sticky situation and and those situations have to be looked at with a lot of uh reason and logic and knowledge of the law that's pretty much what it boils down to yeah uh um to to quote the great ben shapiro facts don't care about your feelings so you know it is what it is maybe you don't like it doesn't feel good you wish things could have gone down differently but at the end of the day this is what's acceptable. This is what isn't. And, you know, there's nothing else we could do about and, that. And, it, and it's written, you know, it's man law. But, um, and, and, you know, that's the law. You can't be mad at something that, that has went through the process and is actual law. Like, yeah, people, it, 
people I feel that because of the ignorance of not knowing how the law works, they feel that they're validated and you're not. You're not. I've had this conversation with family members and it's like, they just don't get it. And I'm like, look, what I'm saying is, by the book, this guy can or cannot be guilty because of this. Right. And it's like, they'll be like, no, no, but, but see... Yeah, but see, now you're just saying what's wrong, what's right in your book, whatever book you have in your head. But there is such a thing as legislative law. The book that's constantly fucking being rewritten and thrown out and a new one bought. Like, and, and that's the thing that like, I feel it boils down to is a lot of arrogance with people. It's like, this is, this is how you feel. And this is what you think. Okay, that's fine, but you do realize that that there's certain things that are kind of structured and it just it is what it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I would never I would never tell somebody not to be emotional about certain things because yeah. if if you have emotion, that's that's good. There's nothing wrong with that. And it's good to be passionate and to care about stuff. The problem is is that like not being able to to uh, to compartmentalize and differentiate when a situation calls for emotion and passion and when it calls for reason and logic. Like there's, you have to be able to know that there's a difference, and not not every situation calls for one or the other. You know, you have to be able to differentiate. And it, and it's it's uh it's sad because that's that's what uh I mean politicians use that to their advantage. They they yeah. rewrite words in their own way, you know. Like I, I remember they were talking about um, illegal immigration, but it's like it's always it's funny how everyone always skips the illegal part. You know, it's illegal. You know, we're not saying you know these people are murderers or anything like that. As far as, uh, but the politicians always oh they have rights they have rights. Listen, as, oh it's anti-immigrant or, or just because we, you you want to break up families you want to break like always like. Uh, try to pull at the the heartstrings, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, okay, we get what you're saying, but there was a law that was broken. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's a reason why there's illegal before immigration. I mean, there's still immigration, legal immigration, and that's where I think that people, sometimes they skip through words, right? Or, Or they'll say words and it's like, it means something like, like the word rights, like, People have rights, like right. Um, well, what do you mean? What, what like when they say, "Oh, well, everyone having health care—that's a right to you," like you know, not to everybody. Like, right. what wh- what are we defining here? So it's like a redefinition of words that politicians use that spark all these issues, just like the the ban situation, like where like uh, judges like they said, "No, we're not going to have the 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 ban, the Muslim ban." That's what they call it. That's not what it is. But it's like people think what they want to think and don't look at the stuff for what it is, you know? Exactly. Or, or the issues. And that's and that's something that, that you have to um even in the book that uh I think I, I think you were there with me, the the book on um on the Supreme uh Court Justice, um I can't even think of his name right now, but uh in the book it said that there was times where he like disliked the person and the person's demeanor and 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 uh, there was times where he liked the person or the person's demeanor right and maybe the person that he liked 
was wrong by law exactly. and he had to and he had to go by that like he or 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 it might have been something like oh wow this is kind of a you know i wish this guy the best but he's wrong on this and you know we're going to have to go with what the book says you know exactly and uh and it, and it's messed up because that's where we're at right now with uh like i said with politics maybe the pepsi commercial was all of them walking into extinction right <laughs> <laughs> some rust coal shit <laughs> no but like it's like that i think that's where we're at man it, it just sucks cuz People uh, don't realize how good we have it here, how yeah. good we have it here, and it's kind of like this American narcissism. No, where, it is absolutely like so. So many people are are caught up with their own bullshit yeah. and not realizing like how unhappy it's making them because it's like we have more than ever, but yet like every poll and like research data shows that people are less happy now than they've ever been yeah it's like you got fucking xbox one ps4 big screen tvs nice cars like fucking i was so surprised with this everything. impala like what the shit that it has i'm like what you know like my car wasn't that old like like from from 2005 to now like the technology on cars amazing phones amazing you know you said xbox one ps4 like you got these amazing HD TVs, like, like everyone has a bathroom to to take a piss and shit. It like it's crazy. Like, you, these but, are things but, that some countries do not have. But but you know you know what it is. It's it's um, it's a mixture of a few things. Number one, like I would say the part of it is is uh, along the lines of Jay Z's ninety nine problems. He's I got ninety nine problems, but a bitch ain't one. He says like a lot of great philosophical shit. I mean, he always says great philosophical shit, but in that song in particular, that's like one of the ones that always stood out to me. Because in that song, I I think like a lot of people could like read it as misogynist, like, oh, he's calling women bitches or whatever. If you're having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. But then if you like analyze the song, the whole song really is about like wanting to come up. Like, it's like, you yeah. know, he talks about if you grew up with hoes and you zap your toes, you celebrate the first time you was having dough. And then, like, talking about, like, when he has the drugs in the car and then, like, the cop pulls him over and all of that. So he's, he's like, listing many of these problems. You know what I'm saying? And even being smart when he's being stopped by the cop. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. But but in that, in that, like, it's it's about the come up like the that's really like what what it revolves around yeah. is is the come up and i feel like a lot of times what what happens with people is like you have to know you have to know and you have to have more than know like you have to have a balance in life like there has to be part of you that's like trying to advance and then part of you that has you know your home life or your family life or whatever. Yeah. And you have to know how to balance those things because see, a lot of people will hear us say, you know, stuff about, Oh, well, you know, nowadays we got the big screen TVs and the nice phones or whatever. And like to say, and you know, they'll be like, Oh, well that's just materialism. Huh. Right. Sure. Material isn't everything. Money isn't everything, but it's one of those things that that's why you have to hone in on your core, like find your core. And and that's actually like one of the one of the themes in, in Charlemagne's book 
It's like find your core, find your truth. Because once you have that, then you enjoy all of that other stuff more. But if you don't have that, of course you're not going to enjoy that other stuff. So it's like, it's like, and then, and then a lot of times to hone in on your core, you have to be on the grind trying to get more because when you come across those times where you're struggling to like, you know, either contemplating quitting or, or, or not, or not going, you know, and giving in 110%, that's when you realize, damn, I got to resort back to my core. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes like the best or like the most prevalent, like life, life, uh, choices you you kind of go back to where you're from and it's like like okay okay damn okay i got this and and like it's a it's a balancing act but if you're like totally focused on one you're gonna like lose the grip of the other and then and then if you're totally focused on the other you're gonna lose grip on on the other and that's where and i feel like that's a lot of times where where people slip up and and it's badass because in in uh, Charlemagne's book he has this uh, theme that I really like. It's called the three P's: pick your passion, poison, or procrastination. Because a lot of times I think like people get stuck on two. It's like either pick your passion or your poison. Either you're moving up or you're moving down. But sometimes you're not necessarily doing either one. Sometimes you're not necessarily moving up or moving down. Sometimes you're just procrastinating. Yeah. And that's also that's also a thing. So you have to realize like where you stand and where you want to be because it's very easy to say, well, I want to be here. You know what I'm saying? But then there's a lot of action you need to right take. because then so then you need to start choosing those 99 problems. And let's and stop letting the bitch be one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like because sometimes you you got 99 problems and she's all of them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and you know this is not like about anyone or like in particular, but it just goes to say that like if you really want to like move to that place or do that thing, well then you got to do that. And then you know it's like in all this time you should have been honing in. On the other thing, so now whenever like you have a hard time, you know, going after that 99 problems, then that one other thing shouldn't be a problem. So, you know, you could go there for support yeah. when you're when you're considering giving up or or you need to contemplate a decision to make and whatnot. And and it's badass because Charlemagne in the book, he talks about doing something that I've I've done. And like I'm only saying it now openly, like I've never I've never like talked about this openly before. But in the book, he talks about how, like, there have been times where he's had to make, like, big decisions and, you know, in business and life or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, he'll go back to his hometown uh, and, like, you know, the dirt road and all of that stuff and, like, kind of find his core. And, like, one thing that I've done, like, a lot in my life is, like, some people in my life know that, like, kind of high school was, like, a, a rough time for me. Like, a lot of, like craziness and you know almost almost getting arrested uh barely graduating like just a a lot of a lot of craziness and then like and then to top it off like right at the end like when i graduate like my grandfather died and all of that so it was like a, a very like transformational time in my life and like one thing that i've done is i especially like being so much better off than i was in those days it's like there's times where like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm like pensive and I'm thinking 
and I'll go and like I'll park like in in the very spot that I used to like park when um when when I was uh when I was in school mm-hmm. because I mean despite like always having like you know bad grades or whatever I always been a hard worker so I had a car at a very young age yeah. <laughs> Illumina <laughs> <You> remember <laughs> yeah. yeah the classic so so I I'll go and I'll park in the same spot that I would park maybe listen to music or whatever and like not long you know 10 15 minutes and I'll just think and I'll just like remember like where I was how I was what I was going through and then it's like boom I kind of like center myself and then I go on about my day and go on about my life yeah and uh it's it's important to like you know kind of find find that truth and uh and and live it you know what i'm saying and then once you find it once you find that that kind of will give you the strength to do what you need to do to to move forward with whatever it is that you want to move forward doing yeah and and you know you you kind of hit something uh right from the beginning when you started uh talking about this was when uh yeah people do say oh well that that's material stuff and then and, and in no way shape or form just like you said it, it, we're saying that that brings happiness but i feel like people don't stop and smell the flowers like they don't you know and 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 sometimes you have to stop no matter where you're at no matter you know you have to kind of think about like hey I'm i'm doing pretty good you know and if you're not, then think about how you could be doing good, you know. And it's it's like because uh, you had even mentioned uh, part of the the subtle art of not giving a fuck was how how to differentiate between good problems and bad problems. Yeah, that's one that's one thing that is that's great in there, yeah. which is crazy because like from a philosophical standpoint, that's something that that we've talked about not just you and I, but like with our friends before. How like in life, there's good problems. And there's bad problems. It's like this. Let's say, let's say you're um, you're going to to you know a, a really nice place on vacation, Hawaii, Cancun, wherever, wherever the fuck people go for a nice vacation, and uh, and the the flight is overcrowded, so maybe a little uncomfortable. Okay, but you're still in route. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, it's a and, fucking and, paradise. And you hear that all the time. You hear that all the time. It's like, oh, but the plane was so crowded. Oh, but it, it was just, it was just this. It was just that. Listen, you're yeah. here though. You <laughs> see the sun, like, and and that's over with. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing you can do about that. Yeah. You're here though, like yeah. in heaven. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so, and and then not only that, fucking enjoy the journey like sometimes sometimes like in in that discomfort if you try and like you you're centered you'll find enjoyment like like remember remember i don't know if we did we did it once or twice when we went to to merida when we when we flew to cancun and then from there we had to take like a like a four and a half bus ride four and a half hour bus ride (laughs) to uh, to merida i don't did we do that once or twice i think we did that twice but right. it was fun. It was like right. You know, we were high saying? on life, right? And like you're enjoying it. You're enjoying it. Like whereas you know, for a lot of people, it's like, oh boy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it's no, people were looking at us journey. like, what the hell's wrong with them? Are they yeah. high? Like, right? And we weren't. You know, it was yeah. just we're just enjoying it. Like enjoy the journey. We'll yeah. get there, baby. Like we'll get there eventually. Yeah. Like you know, right now, 
we're on the road. There's nothing we can do. Like none of us have tele- teleportation powers, so might as well enjoy, yeah. enjoy the ride. Um, and like that's one thing that um, in in the subtle art of of not giving a fuck, the author Mark Manson, he he does go over that a lot. Like you kind of in life sometimes gotta choose your problems, and cause cause you'll never have life without problems. No. There, there will never be life without problems. It's just a matter if you have good problems yeah. or bad problems. I don't think you can be you without problems. To be honest, right. that's how you find out who you are. And and that's and that's the tie-in between what we're talking about and that Jay Z song, the ninety-nine problems, because what he's essentially saying in the song is, my the problems that I'm choosing are problems that are going to advance me in life. Yeah, and I'm not going to choose the problem <coughs> where I'm going to be stagnant. And and not move because obviously I'm sure like there's times where he has problems with his wife, but who's his wife? Beyonce. So yeah. it was like one of those things where like he could have probably been with like some like regular ass hood bitch and having those problems, but instead he focused on his 99 problems to get himself in a place where he have a wife like Beyonce. Yeah. So now that's a much better problem than the problem he would have been having if he was with that one girl. Exactly. Instead of. Yeah. You know his ninety nine problems. It's about that grind, exactly, and that's the point. That's the point that we're that we're trying to make here. And um, also, what I what I like about the book that the author touches on that I think a lot of people need to like kind of analyze for their own good is he says that like in this time of social media, which I do notice that just from personal observation that people that are not as engaged in social media seem to be a little bit happier than people no. that uh, are engaged in it. And he says that, uh, you know, he believes that there's a lot of negative psychological effects from social media because what you're seeing a lot of times in social media is sort of the extremes of, of people's life. Like, for instance, hey, I got a new car, which you just did. Yeah. And that's badass. You didn't. I'm sure you didn't post it anywhere no. on social media. No, I didn't. But some people, some people would. So now somebody else sees that and it's like, oh, he got a new car, man. You know what? My car's not so new. Oh, yeah. he's on vacation. Oh, you know what? I haven't been on vacation in a while. Oh, they're partying. Oh, I haven't partied in a while. I work a lot. Oh, this. Oh, that. And then same thing in the news. In the news. Hey. Someone so and so just won another championship, or it's very like extreme into the negative, like some kid just got shot and killed. And and what happens is by like all of this yeah. stuff being given to people, you kind of forget that the majority of life happens in the humdrum middle. The majority of life happens in the ordinary. The majority of life happens in the having a talk with a friend. Yeah. You know, helping somebody out. And it's like, if you get yourself to the point where you can't find happiness in the ordinary, in the everyday, you're always going to be seeking that, that, uh, that extreme. And you're not, and you're not, you're just not going to be happy. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Women are not going to be happy with their looks because it's like, no matter what they do, the bitch on Instagram just got another surgery, got a new tit job, got a new ass job. Got some new shoes, so it's like, damn. Well, I was happy with these shoes last week, but I'm not so happy anymore because I gotta come up again. (laughs) Exactly, 
and yeah. it's just it's 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 uh, a losing battle. Is it, what is. it is absolutely, and 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 it's messed up because uh, that's how that's how people think. That's how people you know operate, and, and 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 even like how you said, being in the in the middle, right? Because that's where we mostly always are. That doesn't mean you have to be doing some regular ass shit. Like I remember uh, countless of times where like I'll just be. I'll talk to someone and like when I talk to someone or I even give advice, you know, that's just who we are as people is we don't choose to clog up the air with like uselessness. Like it's always something like, like of, of great use or like uh, some Product, productive, some, yeah, yeah, some good conversation. And, and then you get people riled up and, you know, so, I mean, that's just, that's just a normal, but I mean, that's the thing, you, even, even in the middle you're always planning to be better. You're always, you always, you know, okay, this is what I'm going to, what I'm going to do. And you always map stuff out. Like it, it's good to map things out. Like, okay, this year, this is what I want to do. This, this is what I'm trying to do this year. Two years from now, this is what I'm trying to do. Three years from now. And, and it's crazy because sometimes you get so caught up in the process that like all of a sudden it all just hits you. Like, damn, all this has changed. And yeah. I didn't even like sit down and acknowledge it. Like, yeah. like that happened. That's happened to me before. Like, it was like, um, uh, I was thinking about like some of the people that I know, like that I haven't seen in, in a couple years. Like, what would happen? And then it's like, damn. Like, I'm not doing so bad. Like, I, I sometimes I make it more dire than it really is because of what I'm trying to accomplish. And it's like, you know, you gotta, you gotta sit back and be like, hey. You know, I'm I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Could I do better? Yes, and that's and that's the thing. At, at the end of the day, just compare yourself to you instead of everybody else, because exactly. everybody else has a different past, has a different different goals. Like, if, if you try and be, if you're a girl and you're trying to be, you know, Kim Kardashian, like, are you really like her? Like, are you really gonna be happy being her? Exactly. Like, be you. And always focus on becoming a better version of you every single time. Just compare yourself to you. Right, and and uh, that that's that's badass because in in the book he uh, he talks about that like seek your truth, like your your truth. You know what I'm saying? Seek that shit. Like not somebody else's truth, not what somebody else wants. You know, and and wait, this was on the Charlemagne one or or the. Well, they they both they both have similar ones, but the but like similar themes. But 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 no, I'm talking about the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Okay. And uh, and and but like the the real truth, because that's like where where you'll find you'll find like happiness, not fucking placebo happiness that gets that gets pushed on us all the time. Like for instance, and what I mean by placebo happiness is. He talks about how, like, a lot of, uh, you know, inspirational speakers, they'll tell people, you know, and you just go in that mirror and you tell yourself you're beautiful. Like, you tell yourself every day you're beautiful. Listen, if somebody has to look in the mirror every day and tell themselves that they're beautiful, that means that they fucking don't really think that they're beautiful. So all you're really doing, all you're really doing is, like, is telling them, number one. To lie not, to yourself, to, to lie to yourself. Yeah. and then you're 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 encouraging them to perpetuate a negativity in their mind that's that that's already prevalent because now it's like you're giving something more more attention than it's worth when in actuality, like not everybody looks like fucking Ryan Gosling. I sure as shit don't. 
You know what I'm saying? But I'm not losing sleep over it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, not everybody is fucking Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio. And that's fine. Like, I don't need somebody telling... I don't need somebody to tell me, oh, you're this, you're that. Like, I know, I know, like, it's one of those things. If something's bothering you, like, like face the truth. Listen, I have bad eating. Like, you know, let's say you have extra pounds or you're fat or obese or whatever. Listen, I have bad eating habits, this, this, and that. Now, a lot of times, like, you're in certain positions because of because of other things. Like, for instance... Like, you know, we get busy, so it's hard to, like, kind of stay on a, on a like, a yeah. workout regimen. On a but workout let, and on a good diet. Right. But let's not make, let's not make any mistake about it. That's still an excuse. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, maybe, maybe, like, you know, that's how we reason it. But at the end of the day, it's still an excuse. So it, don't fucking go in the mirror and tell yourself, oh, hey, uh, RX Phonics, you're beautiful. Don't, no, you don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Hey, uh, K cartoon those few extra pounds. Don't worry about that. No, listen, I have bad eating habits. If I want to get, yeah. I gotta fucking either wake up earlier yeah. or go to sleep later or do what I gotta do. But don't. Where there's don't, a will, there's a way. But don't lie to yourself. Like yeah. what the fuck is that? You know. Yeah. And 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 that's that's what um what I li- really like about the book is that he kind of like all this like this fucking shit that's just getting like pumped out there like oh well you know we shouldn't say this and we shouldn't do that because it's gonna make somebody feel like this and it's gonna make somebody feel like that no sometimes people need to hear certain things yeah and it just is what it is and it's kind of uh it's kind of funny and uh, uh a good segue into something that i wanted to talk about is uh this huff post article from the oh god what what what's next <laughs> uh, from the queer voices section yeah. and it's like it's like we need to stop making gay jokes about trump and putin casual homophobia yields nothing positive and so pretty much what they're talking about is uh colbert like steady making jokes about like you know gay jokes about the trump romance. and putin and and you know how what, what does he say here that uh uh He's like, oh, to, to President Trump, the only thing your mouth is good for is being Vladimir Putin's cock holster. You know, shit like that. And so what HuffPost is saying. Jesus. Yeah, that's kind of wild, man. Yeah. That's, that's that's sort of savage. And then, you know, they, they, they post a few pictures of the, like, the artwork that has popped up around the nation of Trump and Putin, you know, and some like fucking doing Making some homoerotic shit, either kissing or holding hands or, or whatever the fuck. God and. Damn. Whatever people have the right to, to this homophobia, to, it's to, wrong to do and say whatever they want. But what what essentially is uh, what they're saying is that it's saying that they're saying that that Colbert and people like Colbert need to stop because inherently what they're doing is making a mockery of of. Uh, Homophobia. Of gay people yeah. because it's like, well, if you're getting laughs by these two guys doing something gay, then essentially what you're saying is being gay is laughable. So it's like a whole like fucking thing now. Like it's like, and maybe more, it's just a joke. Exactly. Maybe and, that's what it is. And more more classic example of like the left eating each other because yeah. it's one of those things that I feel like 
a lot of them, especially the Huff Post, I feel like they know that the right doesn't give a fuck about what they have to say. Yeah. So it's like, well, I guess we're going to have to get our ratings from the left and start, you know, cannibalizing. Yeah. And and that's <laughs> what... Cannibalizing. Uh, yeah, because they do, yeah. That's what they're doing. They're eating each other. Because, I mean, like, Colbert is like... Lefty. It, 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 yeah, is their man's, like, you know, by all accounts, because everything that he stands for, they stand for. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you know they still felt the need to, to bash him. To, to bash him, but it's a joke. It's a joke, and you gotta understand that like sometimes like laughs come at like expenses, and and again like let's stop with you know the lying that like every everybody is uh, doesn't still think that like at sometimes you know. Like certain gay behavior is is funny. It doesn't necessarily mean like you're making a, a mockery of them because it's just like a guy with glasses or a guy that talks funny or a guy that looks funny. Like different it, races. It is uh, different races. Like it is what it is. Like sometimes like jokes come at the expense of people, and sometimes that expense will be you. It's happened to me several times. It's happened to you several yeah, times. Yeah. Like how many jokes did we crack on each other on the way to Cincinnati? Oh God! About everything, about yeah. everything. It just is what you it is. You swear we hated each other. <laughs> it just is what it is. And and again, I feel like that, like like that, like the shit that Huff Post uh, put out. It's just soft. But more than being soft, I feel like it's not healthy. I feel like what you're telling people is to Be not soft. not accept the reality yeah. that like sometimes you're gonna like the joke is gonna come at your expense. And instead of fucking going home and and swallowing a bunch of pills or putting a gun in your mouth, maybe laugh at it too and go on about your life. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. And uh, I, at this point, we're we're just creating problems out of exactly. nothing. Exactly. And it's just like, come on, just stop it. I mean, the people who are gonna pay in reality are all these young kids. Because, yeah. like, you're not going to change me. You're not going to, you know, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't give a fuck what you guys say or what anyone says. I say what I say and that's it, you know. I've That's who I am. That's who you are. That's who, you know. But, like, the kids, they're influenced by all this BS. Yeah. And then they're not going to know how to handle when the real life, you know, when real life hits. Because, like, you know, when you're a kid, to an extent, you're kind of, they your parents hold your hand to certain situations and then to the point where they don't. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, shit hits the fan. What are you going to do? Exactly. You're going to create all these people that start committing suicide or shooting up schools because they can't, they can't handle, handle the truth. Exactly. And and what, what's badass is um, it reminds me of uh, when we went to Cincinnati and we saw Chris Rock and he had that uh, bit about bullies and how like you need bullies because bullies get you ready for the world and like now you know they have all these schools with you know all this anti-bullying stuff or whatever and i like i really like what he said and i totally agree with it that the world is full of bullies and so if you don't learn how to deal with bullies in school you're gonna fail miserably in the real world because it's full of them yeah. And and you're you're not going to be prepared for it cuz in the real world there's fucking nobody to run to. There's there's nobody to 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 talk to sometimes. And then not only that, but like 
not just by people like you're gonna get bullied by by life's issues like yeah. that's just gonna like push you around and it's not again it's not healthy you're not you're you're not preparing them for anything and i'm not with that shit fuck y'all we're out no <laughs> no no but yeah and and it's uh that, that that's that's i mean our last episode what we were talking about was uh how refreshing it was when dave Chappelle came back then comes um louis ck we already saw chris rock live and uh we're seeing these guys on their regular shit you know like doing what they do you know yep. say and shit that's just you know fucking far-fetched and it's good it's healthy it's, it's funny refreshing. It's, it's awesome even though i i think uh, he was uh ck lewis on this new one in 2017 he was a little bit more uh safe yeah i i i would agree with that he was he was safer but still you know you can't be too safe when you're him you know yeah. like it's safer for, for his terms but yeah it, it did seem safe but uh the chris rock one that shit was some that was I mean, even if it wasn't funny, it was just knowledge. Like, yeah. That's 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 why I think he'll he'll be by the time that he's done, he'll probably be the greatest because he he knows how to combine knowledge, yeah, and comedy, and I think that's why he'll be probably number one by the I, end of it like, all. It's funny, like I I've heard him talk in the past about like race issues and stuff, but I never heard him talk about like the the whole income inequality thing. I hope he never does like in a in a like a negative sense because i feel like he has a good understanding of it and and what leads me to believe he has a good understanding of it is the joke that he told this was years ago when he told the joke of if oprah woke up with bill gates no i'm sorry oh. if bill gates woke up with oprah's money he'd like jump out of a window <laughs> yeah. it's funny it's hilarious but at the same time i think it's like a great expose of like the argument of in, income inequality because it is true it's like okay you're worried about like you know people are worried about oh what the average brown and black family have in comparison to the average white family but look at what the fucking like like what the average like white family has in comparison to bill gates or mark zuckerberg like there's fucking income inequality all over the place yeah it's it's a matter of how you know productive you are and what you do which i think like uh thomas Sowell goes over great in like wealth politics and uh poverty, poverty. poverty yeah uh well it's wealth poverty and politics yeah, yeah. Yep. um uh you know talks about talking about like well a lot of it has to do with how productive you are like you know bill gates is amongst the richest men in the world but that's because he's created a product that's yielded him yeah I that mean, level of production we have a product of his here and i bet like where you're listening to, <laughs> you're probably listening to this podcast from a product that came that or stemmed from what he, you know, started. So it's like you got to look at, you got to look at those things. Absolutely. Oh yeah. But uh, I think that's it for today. Uh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We're back. Sorry we took so long to come back, but uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. Remember, like always, you could check us out at audioapesmusic.com. That's the roadmap that you need. For everything us, our podcast, our music, our videos, everything. Peace. Peace.